This is Sam Caligioni, founder and CEO of Dogfish Head Brewery, and you are listening to At The Bar Podcast. Cheers. I'm nervous. Why am I so nervous? I don't know. Are don't we know. in? All right, we're, we're good. Yeah, we're we're, 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 just, we're uh, buddies. We're all yeah, I know. Here. I know. It's just it's coming out of retirement. It's like MJ to the the Michael Jordan to the the number 40, 45. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you, are you like, comparing yourself to Michael Jordan? <laughs> uh, I, would I have the Michael Jordan podcast. Okay, <laughs> I would for sure compare us to yeah. Michael Jordan in his prime. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. We know we're gonna keep this in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to a very very special. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm Michael Jordan. Here we go. Why don't you try that again? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to a very special episode of At The Bar Podcast, as usual, and a long time coming. I'm still one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me on location, which we'll get to in a second, but he's to my left in person, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Hollywood himself. Jeff is here. (laughs) Yep, I'm here. And it's good to be here. Oh, hell yeah, man. And to my right, I'm the, the podcast sandwich here. We were on location at the Grandversary of Bayboro Brewing. Mm-hmm. Long time coming, Jeff. Yes. Oh, yes. Long Very time exciting. coming. But we were here joined by none other than former beer chaser and head brewer of Bayboro Brewing and third co-host of the show, Preston's back, guys. Oh, man, I appreciate that. I got a co-host billing yeah, now. That is awesome. Yeah, you get a co-host credit. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, Chris left, so. <laughs> no, no, super, super appreciate you guys being here, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Heck I yes. mean, we've been talking about this on your show for years. You know, you go back Six. in episode 9, 10, 13, 17, 21, you know. Those are some pre-Jeff days. Did we ever get days. to episode <laughs> 69? I don't think we ever did. Nice. Well, this, this will be uh, inaugural 69. Yeah. But we're here at Baybro. Preston, finally, the journey of home brewer to head brewer has, has finally ended. It's happened, man. You made it. He yeah, made we it. we did it. We done and, did it. Yeah, and we've been saying it for how many years? When are you getting your own brewery? That's what we <laughs> I know. Well, it, and it's been many years, and I'm sure we'll get into that. You know, the, the path to Bayboro has not been a smooth one, like normally they're not. But, you know, yeah. we've, we've had some hiccups, but we are here. And it's one year, and I'm, I'm so yes, happy you guys are. are here. And we were in the downtown art district area of St. Pete. Yeah, warehouse and arts district. Water. Warehouse, okay. Yep. We were in the uh, uh, tap room, a great tap room. Thank you, man. Great, great tap room. You guys did awesome. But yeah. uh, we're yeah, we're here to highlight Baybro and what you guys are doing and, and catch up. I know we caught up a little bit before the show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, kind of take us through the journey of kind of you know, you joined us through the through the, sh- the shows of, of your home brewing days, yep. and you've been on the show plenty of times. But kind of bridge us in the last year, year and a half that it's, that life and journey has been for you. Okay. All right. So first, before I get into all that, there's there's something important we must do. Yeah. Is I was never <laughs> able to get officially entered into the Cider Chug Club. Yes. That's something I've been waiting for for a while. So I have our strawberry cider here. Wonderful. Beautiful. Oh, this, this is, is so much uh, fun. This is Press's initiation to the CCC. It is. <laughs> uh, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Good Oh, yeah. A bit colder than I, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was delicious. Uh, two things. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Mike's out of practice with the cider <laughs> jugs over here. Turning, uh, yeah, I'm not turning 33 in two weeks. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, that cider, as the kids say, bussin'. Mm-hmm. And then two, 
Welcome to the CCC, buddy. Oh, yes. Now, I don't know if <laughs> now you're I can aware. Get the shirt. Now I can get the shirt. <laughs> yes, of course. Soon, but also, the CCC, off. part of the journey of the CCC is you get to name your own your own uh, level. You get your own, like, I'm like a Supreme Viceroy. I just made well, I, I got didn't you. make it okay. up. Star Wars made it up, but I say it now. You call me Lord. I'm the Lord. Okay. Lord of the Cider Tug Club. With Lord Preston or without? Like Lord or oh, Lord. 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 Lord Preston Lord. of the CCC. It's official. Yep, he's in. Love it. Awesome. Oh, Thank man, you that's fun. That was a good surprise. Now. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shirt coming your way. All right. So I enjoyed that a little too much. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I can see the, the, the sparkles in your eyes as you're looking at me. I was me. like, man, it's been a long time since I've done one of these. That cider's really good. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's very good. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't call it sweet. I wouldn't call it dry. It's. It's. Middle-ish, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. A little tart. Yeah. In, but, yeah, yeah it's really like good. So we use, I use a Saison yeast on it, so it gives it a little bit of that kind of funky kind of saison kind of character. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Like, Thanks, I'm going to have to get a second. What's that? I'm going to have to get a second. Okay, that's for so sure. Good. And we got a blackberry cider. Maybe, maybe, maybe the next one good. we won't chug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get weak in the knees for a good cider. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Well, that's how we so first met was doing a cider <laughs> a cider episode on my show. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was that, our first. God, dude. Oh, man. And how cool was that? Because we were actually talking about that earlier, and we were saying, you know, how did it all get started? And I said, well, I think pre-Jeff at the bar episodes that Preston was a huge part of helping you get going and and vice versa. You guys had worked together a lot on on each of your podcasts. Yeah, so he commented on one of my episodes, and I went and checked his show out. And I was like, oh, this, this is a cool guy, and he does ciders. And I don't do ciders. I'd love to check it out. So I reached out and said, hey, would you mind being on my show and, and walking me through some cider. He's like, yeah, sure. So went through a couple wood chucks and he pressing came to my house, never met the guy. Yeah. Talked to him on the phone, maybe twice. Yeah. Comes to my house and that's our cider. Couldn't episode. be a nicer like, guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're I lucked lucky. out. <laughs> You're yeah. lucky. I lucked Usually out. Usually those Craigslist encounters. But press has been, I mean, press has been around before Jeff has, and he's seen so many iterations of yeah. at the bar with logo changes yeah. and format changes and, and hosts and co-hosts and everything yeah. else. So it's kind of like it's a lot of circles all, like, closing oh, together. Yeah, I love been, it. Yeah. Been a super big help to us all yeah. along Absolutely. the way, for sure. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you guys were always worried. I remember Mike, at least, you know, it's like he wanted it to be a three-person show. He thought he needed a three. And I always told him, I was like, no, nah, you and Jeff, that's it. Like, this yeah. has been <laughs> the best iteration, true, yeah. just even you two. So I think sometimes, you know, and I've been a guest, of course, but – I think sometimes a third person can be distracting. Like, I, I like that it's two of my buddies right. talking about things I'm interested in, you know. so Yeah. I think that uh, for saying that, I think the two of us together, it definitely was always enjoyable. and We enjoyed that. But I think also the interview process of getting the third person on always is like, I yeah. feel like that's so much fun. And that's what I really thrive. I love going right. to doing exactly what we're doing yeah. right now. If you're going to so, interview you know? somebody, it's one thing, you know, for yeah. the most part. You're going to have them on for a little bit. But but the rapping back and forth to me is always better to me as a duo than a, a triple. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, a third person gives a level of conversational depth that two people can't have. So, like, I, like yeah, I've always been a fan of the, the triangle of hosts. Yeah. But I think what made our show work is the fact that Jeff and I's chemistry that yeah. I guess kind of came like pretty natural. Yeah. Cause like totally because this wasn't like a, we weren't friends. <laughs> well, we weren't <laughs> friends prior. I you don't guys know, work like, together, right? World he was no, boss. we didn't. I mean, <laughs> well, sort of like Mike, Mike was we like, covered this a couple of times. not even yeah. really working. He was like full time at, at home Depot home at Depot, the time. Yeah. yeah. And he like approached me. was like, you want to do this show? And we had never met before. And I was like, 
not really. <laughs> and then, you know, and then we went and kept going. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll be fun. And as soon as I started doing it, I was like, man, this is so much fun. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> I want to go a little bit more in depth because there's a joke. There's a really funny joke. So I would Jeff was a new GM at World of Beer. So every two weeks I would swing in. Hey, any shifts, any shifts, any shifts. No, no, no. It's slow summer, whatever. But we're, we're open the kitchen. So if you want hours in, I'll bring you in the That's kitchen. That's right, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, let's get my foot in the door, whatever. I lasted a month, and yeah. I couldn't do it. And one day, I had enough. So you know what did my shift? I walked upstairs, and Jeff and Cassie were in uh, hanging out. And I go, Jeff, can I talk to you for a quick second? He's like, yeah, stop. And I did it. I talked to Jeff maybe a handful of times. That's it. I was like, hey, man, like this kitchen thing not working out i'm not too happy and i hate to do this last minute but he's like no no worries dude you know i'll take off schedule no big deal and cassie's just sitting in the chair quiet like oh shit like mike just gave his notice <laughs> and then there's a pause i remember it vividly and i go hey i have this podcast i think you'd be great on yeah would you want to do it he's like oh i don't know i don't know i don't know well all right well come in next thursday at 4 30 and i'll see what i'm doing okay Packed all my shit up, yeah. the computer, in all the big, of it. The big apple. Yeah. <laughs> the big apple. Walked in. He's like, mm, all right. <laughs> and then five, like, he ten really minutes, conned me on that. You <laughs> un- unloaded yeah. all the equipment first. <laughs> yeah. so like, oh, okay. I guess I have to do it Ten now. minutes later, <laughs> we meet David. And then five minutes after that, we started recording episode one. Yeah. And then here we are now. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It, it's it's a been blast. quite a journey. Yeah. yeah. So. So, nice. so to get into what you asked, so the, the, beginning, <laughs> yeah. the beginning of Bay Borough, no, it's yeah, okay, yeah. man. And that's what we do. We go down the side yeah, path. Yeah, yeah, side tracks. You know, um, it was a long journey, you know. So we, we've been talking about this. I work with James at a previous company, and I was a home brewer, and, and people really liked my beer. So I was bringing in a ton of beer, and he was one of the people who would, wink, wink, donate some money for ingredients, and I'd give free beer to, air quotes. Yeah. You know, because you can't, you can't <laughs> sell home brew, so, you know, nudge, nudge. And, um... You know, one day he approached me and goes like, you know, I've always wanted to open a brewery. Like, I'm going to make you my head brewer someday. And I was like, nah. You know, like, I really didn't have an interest in it. I was 9, 10, 11 years into a, a, an IT career, you know. And, uh, like, no, I just do that on the weekends. But as time went on, he kept pestering me. He's like, no, dude, I really want to make you my head brewer. Like, what's it going to take? Like, I really like your beer, and I think we can make this thing work. So I said, you know, well, here's, here's what I need, you know. And he's like, hey, I can do that. And uh, so that's where it kind of started. You know, they started hitting the ground uh, trying to find a location. And, you know, this is probably three and a half, four years ago. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. And oh, yeah. We, we get location number one in St. Pete. So we're trying to lease a location. I'm sorry, trying to buy a location. He, he, in his mind, it was better to buy the property and be, the, you know, the master of it than to be, you know, beholden to somebody's lease. They can kick you out at sure. any time. Right, right. And, um so when you go to buy a property, you know, you've got to go through all these inspections because you're buying it, and the bank's going to secure the loan and all those things. And the first property, we got about six months into it, surveys, all this stuff, and they find gas in the groundwater. So it's an environmental issue. we got to go into environmental phase two, and I'm paraphrasing in some way, but basically we have to enter phase two environmental, which is now thousands of dollars and months of time because that yeah. gas could be a little three-foot circle. It could be half the entire block. You never know. Um, and, and anybody who knows old old downtown St. Pete must have been nothing but mechanic shops and gas stations. Right. You know, so basically we, we couldn't pursue that one anymore. Like it's going to cost too much money, too much time, so let's scrap that. So, you know, another six months or so goes by, and we get location number two. And we start the process. Go on to the bank. 
uh, business plans, all that stuff. Get approval. Get on site. Gas in the groundwater, location number two. So, wow. again, it's like, what the heck? You know, again, do we just bite the bullet this time or not? And uh, at that time, James was in the warehouse arts district. Somebody had, you know, said, hey, there's some property down that way. And uh, you need to talk with this guy, Bruce. Bruce has some property down there. And from my understanding, he's always wanted to have a brewery in his portfolio. He's like, well, we're looking to buy. We don't want to lease. You know, he said, well, go talk to Bruce. And, you know, uh, long story short, they got along and worked out some terms to uh, purchase the building. Sorry, to lease the building we're in now. Again, it used to be an old mechanic shop. So right now all the walls are this maroony kind of color. I'm colorblind, so what well, color you call that? Maroon? I would call it maroon. Maroon. Garden. Yeah, I think it's whatever. cool, though. Yeah, it's, it's um, a deep reddish. Whatever. But it was just nothing but brick white wall around here and, you know, outside. So um, we came to terms and we started working. And our landlord, you know, also does a little bit of construction. So he did the build out. Uh, so we saved a ton of money. You know, we lost time. We could have bought a crew in here and done it in six months. But, you know, it took us probably about a year to get the full build out. Um, walls up, you know, everything, plumbing, electrical. And um, so now we're we're into, what, 2019, you know, this process has started. So about it took about a year from, like, February to February kind of deal. You know what I mean? So uh, and then here we are. You know, again, we, we opened up March of 2020. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we, know, we right? had our finger on like the hey, we finally got our last city permit because yeah. we were we were cleared to brew in December. Federally, we were good. I was making beer in December of nineteen, anticipating a February opening, and uh, we had a couple taps ready to go. And you know, sure as heck, you know, COVID happens, and as we're pushing the button to launch live, two hours later, that the state shuts down. You know, so that's what's I think that's what's so unique about your story specifically is that you guys. You're like, Mike, I'm, we're open. We're, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Literally, the very first weekend of everything kind of going down is, yeah. was when you were supposed to open. Yeah, we were hoping to be open yep. in February. I know I told you guys February because yeah. we were trying to get you out here when we opened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just, you know, one permit didn't go through. They found, you know, I think it was something with the, the bathrooms. Like, they weren't ADA compliant. They, they put, like, a disc down. And, like, if you can't fit that disc through, they assume a wheelchair can't maneuver. And we were off, I'm not even kidding you, about, like, an eighth of an inch or something. Yeah. And they were just, nope. So, you know, we had to fix that, and then, you know, it's three weeks for them to come back out. So we had to push it, you know, by a month just from that one thing. But do you feel like that was almost like a blessing, though, like to get <laughs> the, to not open and then get immediately shut down? Like, had you open, rolled out the grand opening yeah. and everything, and then the state is like, hey, sorry, COVID's happening. Like, I feel like almost more, I mean, I don't know, maybe, I'm just asking, is yeah. it more heartbreaking well, or less Well, to go more into the or? story, you know, so... What happened is there was a hard shutdown, and then right. there was, I don't remember, it was like a week or a couple of days, it's all blurred now, of like, what can we do? Can we do to-go? Can people yeah. come in? Oh, it's super wishy And we finally got, you know, clarification from the Florida Brewers Guild. They went up and got clarification. The lawyers like, okay, you can you can do to-go sales, masked up, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, we didn't have a crawler machine yet. We weren't prepared for that. Now, we were going to fill glass growlers, but we didn't have them. You know, we just assumed that people were going to come in. Because you guys probably know that the growler thing, for whatever reason, is just dead. Like, nobody carries their glass growler around anymore. Right. They just come yeah. and get the growlers. There's still right. a few people. but So we're just assuming, hey, don't don't bother buying the branded Bayboro growlers yet. You know, people who are going to do that are going to have their own anyways. Right, right. So um, it, it was a tough sell to get people to come in and buy 32 ounces of beer they've never had. 
Oh, you know, sure. so, so I think if we had a couple weeks where at least we could have had some buzz and feedback of like, hey, I've been in this new spot, the beer is great, and then that happens, we yeah. probably could have had a better turnout. Okay. But um, but, but thankfully we had some of that, I think, new new brewery buzz still. Oh, People said, hey, huge. this is the yeah, new one. Huge. So yeah. um, th- this area and community actually came together really well, you know. People were doing pub crawls and, and getting crawlers and growlers from all the breweries. So um, we, we benefited from that. Like, great, great area. I mean, guys from, from Mastries and, and Paul and Abbott and all those guys, you know, were, were getting together and sending people around. Like, oh, please go to Bay Bro, get a couple, go here. So, but, yeah, to answer your question, I think, you know, it might have helped. But uh, certainly tough. Again, no no crawler machine. Thank God our, our good friends, the three daughters, Mike Harding, Desiree Ty. Uh, I mean, awesome people. They've done nothing but great things for us. You know, they loaned us their crowler machine so we could crowler some up. Really? And then bring it back. And then two days later, crowler some more and bring it back so we're wow. able to do that. I mean, they, they've been nothing but great. We wash our kegs down there. I talk with Ty all the time about brewing stuff. And Desiree uh, tests some stuff in her lab for us, you know, all the time. Wow. I didn't what know good neighbors, yeah. man. That's yeah. awesome. No, they are. I mean, they are. I have nothing but great things to say about them. They have been oh, super, so cool. super we gracious did a, We did an episode with them. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, and they were amazing to us. Amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, I love to hear yeah. Captain like Captain that. Steve, yeah. man, he's still back there doing it. Yeah. He's running the warehouse, driving the forklift. Hell yeah, yeah. So I mean, that goes, I and mean, we will get into the beers shortly here soon. But that, I mean, to open a brewery that's so reliant on a crowd, right, and customers to be shut down, well, and, and then buzz. I mean, buzz, just buzz. Yeah. And then a full year later, the fact that you guys are still open, yeah. which is yeah. uh, amazing, with the circumstance that you guys were kind of brought into. But like, we're here a year later. Yeah, yeah, and like, there's a good crowd here. Uh, the beers, I've been hearing great things in Orlando about the beers. Uh, I love hearing that too. Here yeah. and, well, I've and had like else. eight of them already today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hollywood is showing up. Hollywood is here. Today. It was a flight. Yeah. It was a flight. I didn't uh, eat, drink perfect. eight beers. Yeah. Well, Cassie's here. She wouldn't let you do it. Uh, I listened to the first. Are time. you kidding, Cassie? Not again. <laughs> Not again. Cassie'd be right there drinking them with me. Yeah. I mean, so kind of what's been the journey been for you guys? I mean, St. Pete, Tampa is so it has a lot of competition yeah. and a lot of crowding, and it's for the most part friendly competition. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like you just said, three daughters. What's it been for you as a as a head brewer over the last year, having to go through the, the whole COVID yeah. situation? Now we're kind of slowly come out of it to to kind of where you're at now. We're back to normal. My my ride home was back to an hour again. So there was an accident every day on US 19. We are for all intents and purposes. I don't care what the state says. We are back to normal. <laughs> like right. as far yeah. as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, oh, I oh, agree. Sweet. Yeah. Another accident again. Yeah. My what was a 37 minute commute is now an hour and 10 minutes again. That's awesome. <laughs> but no, I, I would say the the most difficult and challenging part is through all this. You know, there there was kind of a start stop. Start, stop, oh, start, yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was this rule where we, we could do crowlers and growlers to go. And then they kind of put the kibosh on that because the numbers, I think, were getting high again. And then it was like, well, if you're a restaurant, you're allowed to open. So we, we went down the rabbit hole and got a restaurant license. You know, we, we made peanut butter jelly sandwiches, the, the best of them. You know, the best <laughs> peanut butter jelly to go, to, to five, go with your peanut tap. butter chocolate salad. But, yeah. Um, yeah, five out of five on top. Um, <laughs> so that was the most difficult part from brewing because – trying to anticipate how much volume i need right like beer beer will sit fairly well you know certain styles can sit longer than others ipas die by the minute you know so yep. it was trying to manage like how much a wit batch do we brew because i don't know if next week we're going to be open or not and it's like we can't not brew but we also can't afford to brew because we don't have money coming in so we right. can't buy the three thousand dollar ingredients to get through the next six weeks right yeah. so that was extremely challenging just because it was Okay, go, go, go. I'm hearing this from the Florida Brewers Guild. They're going to be opening. And then they didn't, you know. So now we're 
I got two barrels of this beer that like nobody can come get yet. And again, yeah. it's like I don't have a year's reputation to go like, oh, we know Bay Barrel's good. Let's go help them out. It, it's a leap of faith going, I want to spend yeah. $18 on this crawler of a beer I've never had before. Sure. That's wild. And I know the way that like it was like, at least for me, I felt like the information coming from the governor's office was always so like sunny. Muddy. It yeah. was like, Muddy. let's oh, send yeah. let's send out a tweet. And it's like, oh, by the way, restaurants are shutting down now. We're going to fifty percent. You're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. it's Friday afternoon at four o'clock. Yeah, you're you like, wait, I'm about well, to open, yeah. dude. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. like, okay. So there was one day we were opening on a on a Friday, and it was a Friday at about three o'clock, and we got a uh, restaurants are shut down. Yep. And I'm like, well, like I've got my kitchen staff's been in there cooking all day. Like I got I got people there. I got my opening people. And it's, so it was like that kind of stuff where you're like, what do you do? How do you prep? How do you figure out what you're going to yeah. do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'd say about kind of the same point you're going off of is, and we've talked about it before, with breweries over like a tap house or a tap room, like your your brewery is an experience. So like yeah. you're selling not just your beers, but your experience yourself, your tap room and everything like that. To not have that part of that essential part of the experience, yeah. to be able to come in and sit and enjoy it. And, and experience the tap room and get to try multiple beers, like that's also a challenge. So yeah. so you don't have the reputation to go off of right off the start. You don't have the experience to offer because the state or well, every I mean everybody was shut down. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. It's like man, you had like adversity staring you in the face right out the gate, and 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 we're here at the one year and it's going great. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's uh, you know Jeff came from is is from the restaurant. He still works at Black Marlin. So go on down to Stewart support. Black Marlin. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, each time the state shut down, I was always working. So my boss would text me like, hey, the state's shutting you down. You know, close it up. I go, well, I got people here. What do I do? She goes, close them out. They got to go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, shit. You know, like, I don't care where you go, but yeah, I ain't here. <laughs> hey, we're shut down. I got to close all you guys out. Yeah. That's it. And yeah, so just, that, it was super challenging. Oh, it's challenging for, oh, yeah, for, especially for a new brewery. That's where, like, I find it, like, Amazing and fascinating that you guys had such a poor plate to work with. Yeah, and here you are a year later, and this tap room's full, dude. Like, yeah, well, in you know, a very hard area. Yeah, we had in. to hustle, you know. So we we got creative. I kind of, I kind of went back to. Uh, Go ahead. So I, no, sorry, uh, I went back to my roots and kind of started putting out video content. I was like, look, I, I'm not brewing four days a week, so I have time. Like, let's let's do a video and talk about how we're being safe or talk about the releases coming up and trying to push some sort of content out there, doing live streams and those types of things. Like, what you do, we yeah. really had to get creative and, like, adapt, you know, every time. I was like, okay, well, we can be open with a food license. Great. Get the food license. Let's talk about that. Let's post about that. Great. We can do this now. We got to do that. We got to do that. So just really just really being flexible and just whatever avenue we could squeeze into, we we squeeze into. You know, there's there's some breweries locally who are like, we're not doing that. We're gonna put our foot down. It's like, hey man, more power to you. I get it, but we gotta do what we gotta do, man. We're yeah. we're gonna we gotta get a food license. Great, call call us a restaurant. I don't care. Whatever we gotta do to get beer served. No, I agree. It's crazy. So if so, with you guys just opening, you hit your one year mark, and and the, the plate you got handled. If a new a, a person who hasn't maybe heard of Baybro or haven't been here yet, how would you? advertise your product and kind of your style and kind of what you brew on top of kind of your what system you have going yeah so um so we're brewing on a a three barrel uh system a seven barrel fermenter so a lot of times we're double batching in right now doing five six barrels at a time uh so nothing super crazy super big you know we're, we're doing 20 30 barrels a month right now um you know bay, bay barrel what i would i describe to people is kind of like 
the mom and pop feel, right? You know, there there are breweries in the area who have spent a lot of money to make a very beautiful building, and going for the aesthetics. And I'm not saying the beer is not good; the beer is great. But you know, I but we're kind of going more for that mom and pop feel. You know, we're we're very chill, very relaxed. You know, our, our musical tastes are generally in the bluegrass and uh, reggae when you come in here usually. And you know, we we specialize in beer flavored beer. You know, to, to put yes. it you know bluntly or whatever. It's we have IPAs. You have to in St. Pete. You know, people come in here going like, I don't, throw the menu back at you. Go, I don't care what you have. Give me every IPA you have. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, we 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 focus on German pilsners and German lagers and Hefeweizens and Kolsch's and Irish Reds and you know English brown ales and and the things that are a little more sessionable. You can have a couple pints of it and come on out. You know, we we obviously have to have dessert beers. We have pastry kind yeah. of beers. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have the IPAs. And, uh, yeah. But but again, I think we focus more in the the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. It's and, not, and not a lot of breweries do that. I know I, there's a, a lot in Orlando who don't. They 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 stray away from traditional and do all the the funky, the sweet sour, the smoothie this, and the the heavy sweet sour that. And to have a brewery that focuses on traditional styles, especially in a high competition market like Tampa yeah. Saint Pete, I think is very set you guys apart, which is odd to say. Yeah. Oh, a brewery that makes traditional styles of beer is different yeah than all the the haze breweries and the sweet yeah. house well, and yeah. everything else and you know, like. and and didn't pigeonhole yourself into one style what yes. you're like you're not yeah, just huge, yeah. you're not just the dessert stout brewery right. or you're not just the sour brewery or you're not just the uh ipa or or hazy ipa or the same beer over and over again with yeah. a different name brewery right you know so one of our one of our things and one of our keys i think is we have what i call the rotating line so one of the visions i had was we're, we're going to have flagships, right? You're going to have eight or ten beers that every time you come here, you're going to get full bird. It's always here. The Kolsch yeah. is always here. Preston Wise is almost always here. It's out today, unfortunately. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you're going to have the line that you come in, you expect to be there. But the whole right side of the tap room or the wall is what I call the rotational. So we put an English beer on. The next time you come, it's going to be different. We're going to have a German lager on. The next time you come, it's going to be different. We have a different fruit beer on. That The next time you come, it's going to be different. So... Right. Uh, just trying to make sure that right side is always rotating out. And we get it. We're not going to see you for a couple weeks. Well, certainly we have some regulars. But for the most part, we're going to see you maybe twice a year. And my, my vision is that every time you come in, that right side's flipped. It's it's a diff- it's like going from breakfast to lunch at McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. Like the menu is flipped on you. Mm-hmm. And and I'm big on German beers and Belgian, so we always have you know a good amount of those on. Yeah. All right. You ready? I'm ready. I know you have to. You might have to step away at 3.30, right? Yeah. Yeah, if we can, let's take a break, get these beers ready, and we'll be right back. Yeah. All right. We were back from break. Uh, we got we got some Bay Bro beers. Staring a flight in the face here. triple Bs. All right, so first off, you know, we talked about I'm really into German brewing, and I knew being in this area we are going to need something light, crisp, refreshing, the Budweiser Bud Light crew who might come through, and we get a lot of them. So this is my German Kolsch, so really true to style. Uh, you know, Hallertau hops, basically Pilsner malt, uh, Kolsch yeast. You know, it's a hybrid yeast, so it's a mm-hmm. it ferments in that kind of sweet spot between an ale and a lager. Yes. Have you had? I have not had this okay. yet. This is the first time I try it, but I know I just want to say I've talked about Kolsch's so many times on the show as such a cool style that they are. And it seems like this area does a lot with Kolsch's. Yeah. Like around the Tampa, St. Pete, Greater, Braden, I know Bradenton with like yeah. Motorworks does a lot of Kolsch's. I feel like that's a style this area seems to be known for, or at least a lot of breweries have them. I think Three Daughters. 
one too. Yeah. 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 So you're gonna get that crackery kind of pilsnery malt. You're gonna kind of get the slight fruitiness from the yeast, and then a little bit of hop in the back end to kind of let you know it's there. This is super complex. This is really. This one has more of the pilsnery uh, flavor than than some of the other ones I've had in the yeah. area. Where the other ones taste more traditional, straightforward l- lager, uh, pale lager or something. This one has more of that complexity, that German. Yeah. Influence than, than that I've yeast had. is really what makes this beer. Without that yeast, it's not a Kolsch. I see. I've seen recipes online for a Kolsch that use like, you know, whatever, like log, <laughs> regular lager yeast. And like yeah. that's good. It's a good German lager, but right. I wouldn't call that a Kolsch. Right. This hits all the marks. You get you get the breadiness, you get the crisp, and then you get like that the hop. The finish thing. is super finish, crisp yeah. and light, and it's like yeah, yeah. It, and, it, and on it that hits point, of, with a lot of the body, but then it finishes super light. Yeah. On the point of crispness, we do we do use RO water air, so every water profile is built specifically for the beer we make. You know, so. Way to do it. We're not just using St. Pete's, you know, city water and hoping for the best. That's the RO's the best. And it was, you, it was one of the few demands up. I had. I didn't have many demands that said, you know, we're either, we're either going to do RO or not. We're not going to start with it and then switch to it and then start chasing the flavor profile because the water is different. Like, so if we're going to do it, man, let's let's do it, you know. So, yeah, so thankfully I won that battle that we have RO. And it's not cheap. You know, it's much more expensive to run it. But I think, you know, beer, beer is 90% water. So why not give it the best water you can? <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So you strip it down and then add what you want back into yep. it. Yep, you add yeah. the minerals to minerals, it to, yeah. to meet the profile of the beer that I'm trying to, to yeah. do. So this one you want crisp, clean. RO water, the best water. Quote that. RO water, the best water. It's about our next T-shirts. Are, are we? Uh, <laughs> we got it. We pick up a new sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> we sell an RO water system. system. Yeah. Brought to you by <laughs> Jimmy's RO yeah, tanks. Jimmy's <laughs> RO system. RO water is the best water. This is super good, dude. This is thanks, man. I'm glad you like yeah, that. Really awesome. I really, really love Kolsch's. I think they're just such a cool, unique, like you said, kind of the hybrid between the ale and the lager. Yeah. You get that body of something like a little bit bigger and heavier. Not heavy, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for that style. Yeah. Something with a little more substantial feel, but then it finishes with that crisp cleanness. Yeah. Um, and it is approachable equally to like a Bud Light drinker yeah. as it is to a seasoned uh, craft beer drinker. I love it because you get the Bud Light drinker and beer nerds like it, you know? Yeah, like they, exactly. they like it as well because like, oh, cool, you got a cold shot. Let me get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a check and a check for Mike. That's two checks. Double Bud check. And, and beer nerd, and yeah. Beer, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to put the mic down. It's been, uh, thank you, everybody. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead now. <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the ABV on the cold shot? Uh, four point. Four, four point five, somewhere in that range, you know. Yeah, Upper, yeah. triple check. Triple know, check. I, I got to give it to the Bud, the Bud Light Brewers. They could they could crank a beer out the same every time. Mine, mine fluctuate a little bit still. We're working on that. Right. <laughs> they also make a good first runnings of Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, I bet that. Uh, remember that Private Reserve, the the blind oh, tasting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, check that. That's another another episode of Out the Bar. All right. So what we got next? So next up is what I'm calling Golden Gnome. It's a uh, a gentle nod to La Chouf's, uh Belgian Pale. So coming at eight percent, you're going to have some coriander, a little bit of kind of that you get that orange flavor from it, and then the, the yeast phenolics kind of give it that clovey vanilla, uh, and then again yeah, it's, it's just basically pilsner malt and sugar. I mean it's it's clean. It's all yeah. all yeast driven is, is the flavor from this one. So this one I have had wow. before. I had it earlier. I'm getting goosebumps. And, and I already told Preston that when we were no. talking about all eight of the beers that we had in the flights that we had. I said this one really stood out to me, and and when I first tried your beers, a lot of them were Belgian, and I even said, "I know you like you making Belgians," and this one really stood out when I tried those ones. Really, really the good. spice, yeah. Wow. So, and, and that comes from the yeast. That yeah. that's this Ardonis yeast. It's from a very specific region in Belgium. What what I love about this beer, what I tell people, is that if you took a Belgian wit and a Belgian Goldstrong and met in the middle, that's what that beer is. Hundred percent, yeah. 
Yeah, it does wow. have a lot of that Belgian wit kind of uh, yeah. lemony coriander. Yeah, yeah lemony that. coriander. Yeah, it's with it's that. not a wheat oh. base, you know. It's still right. a Pilsner malt base. Oh, it's, it's not a wheat it's beer, but very clear. Wow. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not like that hazy. I'm kind not of the wit, biggest but. Belgian fan, and we all know this. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Simple yet complex. The words, complex, yeah, yeah. dude. The words that I still use that all the time. I tell customers that all the time. Simple yet complex. The best thing I've ever said on the show ever was. Uh, ma- uh, not rehearsed and insulting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and this is one of these beers. Like I just found this beer maybe six months ago. Really? I drank it for the first time, and I was like, "Where has this been my entire life?" So I was like, "I need to make something like this." You know, I, I really enjoyed it, and you know, we're looking to kind of change up the Belgian line a little bit, and it's like, "Hey, let's throw no, that gold gnome on." You know what it reminds this is me so of? Dope. I'm like losing my shit right now. You know what it reminds <laughs> no, me of? I'll, I'll get one later. Thank you little more full body but equally uh delicious of the one that i've touted so many times the barrel amongst wizard wit that i love so much oh similar yeah, flavor man. profiles yeah. the wit, a little bit yeah. of that coriander lemon peel kind of thing this one has a lot more full body and, and i appreciate that that wizard wit was good that was a good beer. oh my god so I, I still drink them religiously <laughs> i love it oh. <laughs> such a good beer. shout out to barrel monks but, yeah but, absolutely man. good yeah, people so over this there. one i mean same same wow. kind of you know Nail nail on the head there. Appreciate that. The col- the Kolsch was good. Like I was like I thoroughly enjoyed it, but man, wow, golden awesome. gnome. Oh, yeah, yeah, golden that gnome. That one it stood out. We had eight beers, three of which were desserty stouts, which you know I love my dessert oh, stouts. Oh yeah. And of all eight of the beers in the flight, I I chose this one to say that, I think this is my most yeah, yeah, standout yeah. beer. Yeah, wow. I, I really like it. It's so good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, well, appreciate that. So you want to move on? Yep, so let's move along. so this yep. one shouldn't be any surprise. This is the uh, what we call now Tufel Hunden. It's our peanut butter chocolate stout. I'm I'm excited for this because Preston has brewed this beer so much, oh, and Jeff knows <laughs> over the years yeah. that uh, I've had uh, what like version like yeah you've like had just about as many like, versions yeah, as anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I said to on, him earlier I think we st- I started when you were at like version five yeah so. on the homebrew scale I probably brewed about thirteen or fourteen variations of this and just trying every peanut butter treatment known to man in the boil in the mash in primary in secondary with chocolate without chocolate with nibs without nibs this extract that extract it's really I are indeed this beer about as much as any beer as I have, and you know, I think I'm happy with where it's finally landed. I want to after, remind me to talk to you uh, uh, after the show about uh, this beer because we discovered something at where I work. Well, I'm going to make a bold statement for those people Don't listening. Don't say this is better than Raps. I wasn't going to name another brewery. I was going to say it's the best <laughs> in the area. That's fine. I think that this one's the best I mean, one in the area. Raps was the the pinnacle. That was what yeah. you strive to be. Yeah, uh, right? That's I no think secret. that we're I, not we're not poo pooing. No, it's no. been a it's long time since yeah. I've had the rap one, and it is good. But I think I remember the last time having it. I think this is uh, this is better. Well, that means a lot, man. We, it we has weren't real a lot hard of on this flavor. One. That is so yeah. smooth in the finish too, and it has Thanks, the man. peanut butter hang on. But what I love is it's not just peanut butter. It is that chocolate cocoa yeah. nib kind of finish. It, it's just really. The finish yeah. is what really yeah. makes it And to be totally me, transparent, yeah. I kept it this morning, so it's a little low on carb. It probably needs to sit a little bit. But what? Three and a half out of five. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine, man. Hey, three out of five is good by me. I'm happy I with I loved three it. Out of five. Everything was great, but it didn't have enough carbonation. <laughs> yeah. One three out of five. One star. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's two. <laughs> totally off right there, yeah. Great beer, great brewery. Undercarbed one out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. That's good, dude. This, this Thanks, came man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy with where it landed and, you know. You know, I was able to do it at full production because some of those methods I use, there was no way I could have done that in a brewery. You know, like oh, do you? Just I, I had a lot of like picking up kegs and shaking them and stuff. You know, like there was certain four, things you had to do. Four thousand dollars on chocolate alone. Yeah, it's crazy, that, man. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like, all right, 
fourth one, and then right. I think we'll take another break. Yeah, sure. All right, so this one is our gold medal winning uh, French toast, oh. maple bacon porter, and we call it kitchen sink because it's got oh. you had this just about oh, everything but the, the kitchen sink as far as breakfast flavors go. Yeah, yeah. So French toast, maple bacon coffee, cinnamon, and vanilla. Whoa, dude. Oh, yeah, this uh, is the one I was porter. drinking when we started the oh, show okay. just now, yeah. Right. Oh, it's awesome. Dude, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew his reaction okay. was going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I don't like bacon. Yeah. I'll die on that hill. Bacon's not my, my not yeah. my jam and we've had Which is weird, which is really weird by the way, but uh, I'll accept it. Listen, we're all not perfect, okay? <laughs> uh, bacon I also is. I like onions, but that's all another topic. <laughs> yeah. So, we had <laughs> maple uh, maple bacon coffee pour for fucking yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I've, I've openly admitted I'm not too fond of that beer because I don't like bacon. It's so bacon heavy, and that's what turned me off from it. Yeah. This one though, French toast heavy. Yeah. And everyone loves French toast. I'll also die on that hill. <laughs> this is so good, but you get you get the bacon smokiness. Yeah. Yep. But it's not bacon forward. Right. Oh, this which tastes caters to me. Yeah, this tastes a lot, a lot more like the French toast pr- uh, double brown than it does the maple yes. bacon coffee porter yes. from if, from that other brewery. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, but I think this is French toast forward, but it also has, a, like, I mean, well, French toast has that cinnamon, but it has that vanilla yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with the maple, with the syrup, it's just, it's like, I think to me, this is French toast with a little bit more. Just a little, like yeah. he says, smokiness, which yep. I actually I was thinking was not even bacon, but more just like malt, smoke, like a little just toasted, yeah. you know? But a, lot, a lot of breweries get that bacon flavor. It's like liquid smoke. Yeah, yeah. This industry is to- secret, this everybody. This like is toasty to me. Like when you get <laughs> right. a nice roasted malt, uh, like a good stout or something, you know, like that you get that roast. Yeah, like it. It that's what it's more like to me. Is you have like a roasty, and it almost comes through like right three quarters through, like right at the kind of towards the tail end. You get that smoke, and then it finishes with the sweetness again. This is right, dude. Yeah. And, and as you guys really know, the, the key word here, I think, is, 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 is all balanced. You know, it is a little French toast forward, but it's supposed to be. But you get a little bit of every flavor. Everything that's oh, yeah. on you the description yeah, sure. you get. Yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah. and that's really important to me when I brew. Is it's always balanced. It's always about the balance of the beer. And I don't want to be one way, this way, or that way. If I can get it in the middle, that, that's what I go I for. Mean, that's yeah. I think that's where the juice is, the sauce. With, with, with breweries getting that middle ground of you're getting all the advertised flavors, that's where the secret sauce is not... Overly bacony yeah. or overly hoppy. Well, or, we've, you know, we've argued is. to death about how many beers that go out with a flavor on the can or the bottle, and it's just not in not the beer. There, yeah. It's yeah. not in the beer. And it's like if, at that point, you have an obligation to either take that flavor off the can or take yeah. that beer out and just don't put it out. I get mad now. When I when I have a beer and it's not on there, I'm like, well, and what makes me mad is like, this is in the market right now. Make it money. Yeah, and right. like mine isn't, you know, and, and we are in distro now. So this beer actually is, is hit distro. We, we've been selling some of that and we had great reviews on it. It was really cool. I never thought about that when I started this, that one day I might see a check in for my beer somewhere else. And, and that's already that's happened. Wild, I was dude. like, wow, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I just see that, like, and they enjoyed it. It was like four and a half out of five. Like, I can't believe this flavor. It's awesome. Like, I never even thought about that. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, it's, I mean it's, the same thing goes to like. Or the brewery I work at, or like the po- uh, having a podcast, someone who you don't know who doesn't live around here, like, hey, I recognize you, or yeah. hey, I checked in a Baber or beer in St. Augustine, like, yeah, it's cool, me, like, yeah, yeah, my little beer? me, like, why me, me, like, <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it is. It's cool. humbling. It is. It's very it's humbling. It's a lot of fun. And like weird, but in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because everyone's their own worst critic. So my my argument against that thing is like there's no real regulation on like on being able to say what's in your beer, right? So like you have a three barrel system, which is a smaller system than a lot of people are brewing on. They throw one yeah. jalapeno in that, right? Now they can say jalapeno. But, like, there's going to be 0.000% taste of jalapeno in that beer. So what's to stop you from throwing one jalapeno, one pepperoni, one whatever, and naming a list of 100 different interesting things? Mamma Mia pizza beer. you hear that idea? (laughs) Do it. But you know what I mean? And that's that's the worst one. (laughs) That's the worst one or the the best example. The literal kitchen scene now. The pizza beer is the best example of the worst lies ever told on a bottle. It's like that's that to me is like you can tell – terrible lies with your advertising and say it has all these flavors in but how much and does it actually come through yeah i've had beers that are just god awful with zero flavors in them that list every interesting thing you could possibly have in them and you're oh, like yeah. it doesn't taste like that yeah you know what i mean like god we talk about uh, fart in a glass beer i mean that did not taste like uh, <laughs> cucumbers no you know? not at all <laughs> like, yeah nope no so um. it's that's the thing is like and yes there's flavors that do come through and there's flavors that don't but we don't want to sit here and say that you've got every buzzword, interesting, cool thing in a beer, and then you try it, and it's just not there. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, to me, is not fair to anyone, the consumer or to the brewery, really. Yeah, it's like, I mean, same thing with, like, New I, th- I feel like New Englanders are, like, them and flavored sours, like, the worst culprits of that. Like, oh, try New England. It's quadruple dry hop with citra. Yeah. Fruited sours. Like, fruited sours, I would say. Not all citra is the same, technically, because you can have fresh citra. You can have old citra. Like yeah. you can have citra that's super like citrusy, you have citra that's soapy. Yeah, but to say oh it's quadruple dry hop with citra like, or like with a, a key lime pie or you know whatever and like oh I get a little key lime but I don't get the vanilla I don't get the pie crust I don't get yeah. the, the, the touch of cinnamon like yeah. yeah it's underwhelming you get bummed because you're the paying new, eight dollars yeah. for a ten ounce the <laughs> New Englands get me because they'll have a they'll have a seven or eight you know hop lineup of different things. And they'll change one of the eight hops, and then they're going to call it a different beer. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, all right, wait, wait. So you're saying seven out of eight of the it's hops stay the same? Recipe. It's the same yeah. recipe otherwise, and now it's a new beer? Yeah. And, and you're going to tell me that it actually tastes that much, like, significantly yeah, it never different? Never the, the weird never one to me, me still is when, when they call out double dry hop. I'm like, yeah, that's how you make every New England IPA. I know. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the, uh, the Miller the Miller Light commercial, like, uh, ooh, double, double hopped or whatever yeah, their yeah. pitch. It's like, that's all our... All beers. Yeah, just double, about. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much. You're making an IPA, you're basically double dry hopping at some point. <laughs> yeah, you, like, sir, just named the definition of an IPA. <laughs> yeah. And Miller Lite tastes like bread. So, um, <laughs> you want to do a, uh, you got to get, you got yeah, We can take want... one more break? Yeah, we take one more break and do maybe another four. Yeah. And then. Definitely. We can, well, we can uh, kind of finish. You want to do another? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah, let's do it. We're trying to get to Jeff to Funky Buddha level without Cassie knowing as she's looking at me. And we're back from break. Hey, right, round two of trying Bayboro beers. We're doing it. We're doing Triple it. My goodness. All, All right, right. We got so four more here. Are you good? Yeah, with yeah we're good. Okay, I got, okay. you know. I wasn't expecting I may, four more. I may have to take another <laughs> quick little break just to get out there, but, you know, I think okay. we're good to go for now. Are you Are you tapping out? I'm absolutely not tapping out. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just said I wasn't, I wasn't expecting four, four more. Oh. This is a, a welcome <laughs> surprise. Absolutely, I'm not topping out. A welcome surprise. <laughs> All right, give them back. Give them back. Yeah. <laughs> or yours and mine. Yeah. All right, All right. so the first up we have here You're is number five. what we call a toasted iron. It's a Vienna lager. Um, uh, plus. Five, 5% ABV or somewhere in there. I forget about it. You know, when I brew them, they're gone on my head. So it's kind of another kind of a – when people oh. come in looking for like a yingling kind of beer, this is the one we kind of oh. give them. 
I'm in a huge Vienna lager phase, which we could talk later on about my beer phases. This is so good, dude. I Cigar City's Vienna lager. Statesman or something. Solid. Yeah. This, though, it's like yingling, but, like, way better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is, yeah, that, is that a fair comparison? Like, is Yeah. That you're you're going to get some sweetness, you know, from the Vienna and Munich malt we use in there. It's a German-based malt. Blue Point toasted lager, but way better. What's that? Uh, Blue Point, their toasted lager, way better. Yeah. <laughs> way better. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. there, there's an obvious nod to that beer in the name. You know, obviously, you know, that's kind of the the inspiration, you know, to that beer is having yeah. something that's it's a staple. Because it, it's, it's got some hot bite. It's not a ton. Right. But you know it's there. So this isn't – we don't oh. give this to the Bud Light guy, but we do give it to someone who's looking for a clean, crisp lager with some flavor. Like, we have people going, like, do you have something like Yingling Lager? Like, yeah, we have this. And you, oftentimes they enjoy it. Yeah. I like the slight breadiness. I think what lot. you're saying, it's like it's it's – more dimensional. It's not just like right. a one-dimensional, straightforward right. gas station beer, but it's the approachable right. to the guy who drinks that well, Yingling or whatever. To me, Yingling you know is, I mean? is more like, dimensional than sure. I mean, definitely more dimensional than yeah, like, like yeah, of course, right. whatever. <laughs> Which is why I feel like oh, but Mike, they all I they can't all get the emails. Oh, Mike, you shit it on his. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, give me a no, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah, Yingling is a dimensional American adjunct. I start that's every day of drinking with a Yingling. I mean, that's pretty much my starter beer. Every Friday or Saturday when I'm yeah. you know, Taiwan on. And how lucky are we that we can get it where how we lucky. live, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's fresh. Lucky well, us. It's right so there. funny. The Yingling's one of those beers, like at World of Beer, it was the most sought after point for people when we all, when we worked at World of Beer. Anybody west of the Mississippi, for those listening that don't know, can't get Yingling. Yeah. Yingling, as big of a brand as it is, is only east of the Mississippi. Is that not true anymore? Now. They're opening a facility in Fort Worth. Whoa! Oh, breaking news! I kind of feel like Yingling and Shinerbach are going to have it out. That's all right. Shinerbach sucks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love it. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's going to be Dude, my new ringtone. You're going to regret that. You're going to regret that. I'm not taking that. One fine. time I said a brewery sucked, and everybody will never let me forget it. Yeah. <laughs> they suck up all my money because it's so good. That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> there it is. You cut me off. You don't That's let me finish. That's going to be my text tone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're opening up, uh, I think, later this Fort year, Worth, right? Texas, Fort Worth. I'm assuming you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fort Worth, yeah. Yeah, because when I said they're going to duke it out, it's like I It's like smoking sure. the bandit, you know, like the Yingling. Like, people are, like, across the state lines with it in the trunk, you know. It's be the new UFC They really pay-per-view. were. Like, they yeah. really were doing that. And it's like, so we get people from World of Beers out in, like, Colorado, like a mecca of craft beer yeah. where they're getting, like, <laughs> bad, yeah, yeah. badass Avery beers and all this, like, cool stuff. And they'd, like, come in and go to our store and be like, please tell me you guys have Yingling. And we're like, yeah, we have Yingling. Yeah. Like. Yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, my God, we need that point. Everybody in Colorado is going to be so jealous. That would be the like, best wait, pay-per-view what? fight, Yingling versus Shinerbach. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would Let's pay set for it up. that. Yeah, set Let's it set up. it up. Dana White, and you can up? Get, you can get, like, a boot of, like, Yingling for, like, $3. That's know, like, just a like couple nothing. of, like, regional all-stars that people know for, like, yeah, yeah. no reason, really. <laughs> Let's do a Marsh Madness of beers, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, to pair them together. I always wanted to do Mars and Madness and pit, like, 16 Marsons and Marsh together. But I could never. You would. Well, you, first got to get 16 <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, 16 Marsons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can't even get five. Well, well, you know, back in the beer chaser days, I did call around to local breweries and had them. You know, nothing. They didn't answer nothing. Nerd, but, but we, lo- but we love them now. We do love them now. But, but I love me a Vienna Lager so yeah. much. Bring them back. Yeah, right. nice, awesome. What's the? Uh, I'm gonna finish this. What's the next one? All right. So next up, we have what we call Full Bird. So Full Bird is our West Coast style IPA. So you're gonna get you know pine. Oh, you're gonna get citrus. Uh, but uh, 
I wouldn't say dry, but it's definitely again it's a West Coast stuff. Everybody's onto the East Coast, you know, New England IPAs and stuff right now. So this is our West Coast IPA. I am a way way bigger fan of West Coast IPAs for the record. Yeah. I do not like the I don't like the hazy bombs. Really? And I've always liked double IPAs more too. I don't know why. But hey, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> You're but a Westie guy? I am, and this the nose on this is yeah. Oh my god. We went up What? When we last time we went up to uh when we went I'm up like to Vancouver. What happened? That. Yeah. What happened? When we went up to Vancouver and Seattle, thought we knew like, you. what, a year I ago? Thought, I thought I knew him. I don't. I said I literally left that trip and I said, This is uh I said what they do well is hops. This is uh, Mecca true. You for fantastic that, yes. IPAs. Every, I mean, and up there, you try your average Joe's, you know, no-name brewery, and their IPA is better than most things you've had. And, and uh, West Coast IPAs are, are actually something I genuinely enjoy drinking. Yeah. I do. So this is one of our flagships. We always have this one on. Uh, you know, when IPA people come in. It's what we have. It, it's no surprises. It's Cascade, Centennial, Chinook, and Simcoe. I mean, it's yeah. West Coast as West Coast can be. I, I like the, the fact this isn't so dry, dude. Yeah. Because I think – I'm trying to get over the fact Jeff just said he likes Westies. <laughs> He's still shocked. At the same time, <laughs> I was like, I don't – I hate – this is my least favorite style of all beers is yeah. West Coast IPAs. Well, I'm glad I brought it Why? to you. Why? You are not – you are not – I've always I was, You know bad. I'm not a hazy guy. I did another podcast where I, I brought I them a cinnamon beer. Guy. And they were like, we hate cinnamon. I'm like, shit. <laughs> shit. Fail. Well, well don't have This is our best-selling beer right a, now. I'm sorry. There's a place – for that Florida IPA, that citrus grapefruit, you know, that yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. There is a place yeah. for that. I do like those. Uh, but the West Coast to me is like, because the West Coast has a huge hop presence, but it's not an appalling bitterness to me. Right. Like, I feel like it's a lot of hops, but not with all the drawback of, of that kind of like overly bitter punch in the face a right. lot of times. Now, there are definitely West Coast that are like knock you out. But then the yes. double IPAs, I've always said, double IPAs always are better, better because you get that malt backbone and that little bit of sweetness that, mm-hmm. that counteracts all of the bitterness. Well, so, Well, having this as a West Coast, and Preston is a, uh, a doctor at traditional, I came to realize that I don't like the dryness of the Westies, yeah. which is what I – that's my big negative, yeah. why I don't like West Coast. Because you get some dryness. of that, that bitter, like almost astringency sometimes, and Dries then it's followed out. by dry at yeah, the same time. Yeah, dry cotton so. mouth. So, this you know, one's nice. It's, it is bitter. It's very to me. It's very bitter. I have a sensitivity. To I'm the same way. People come in here but, like, oh, that's not bitter at all. I'm like, okay, I don't get it. But but this is good, dude. This is really good. I, I like that, the yeah. fact it's not dry. Yeah, how many it IBUs, comes in bro? About 60, <laughs> yeah, how many it IBUs, comes in bro? at like 65 IBUs, so it's right there in the, the sweet spot. Oh, yeah, that's too a good low spot. for me, guy. <laughs> too low. Hundred or higher. Hundred or higher. Yeah. Well, you should try the pale ale that's on right I now. Want it, your is, most it is a teeth melter. We have to adjust that one down a little bit. But yeah, I was super happy oh. that you know I, I had a hard time brewing IPAs as a home brewer just because you know they're very sensitive to oxygen and everything you do in the homebrew scale you're splashing and dashing you know so it's like uh, I, I I had anxiety about brewing an IPA uh, professionally you know because I hadn't really nailed one as a home brewer but having this system you know and it's closed and oxygen free like they're coming out great so I'm yeah. like phew, thank yeah. God because that was the one thing I was worried about was like. How the hell am I going to do an IPA? I have I have made dog shit IPAs my entire homebrew career, you know. So, so it came well, out pretty good. So far, I've had the two. I had the biscuits earlier, yeah. the New England IPA, and that was actually excellent. Yeah, very very good. God, just obviously Jeff in a year, he's full of surprises. And I don't today. like I don't <laughs> like this guy. He's changed. Yeah, As I just yeah. said, not a hazy boy. Don't like New England yeah, IPAs. They grow up so fast. But I had uh, I had that one. I thought it was excellent. I actually liked it uh, a little bit more than this West Coast IPA. But I do like the West Coast IPA a lot. 
and that's I do like West Coast IPAs as a style more than hazies. But I think it just here they flipped a little bit for me. But yeah. they're both excellent beers. They're both really good. Very cool. And neither of them, like I said, I don't know if I said it on the show or not, but neither of them give me that cotton mouth dryness in the yeah. back of my throat, where like you can't He's drink. Back. He's back, you everybody. can't drink an IPA more than one because I think we talked about this earlier. You can't drink more than one IPA without your throat kind of oh, getting that. It's the worst. Permanent. You're gonna surprise me next and say you like them stinky cheese berliners, aren't you? No. <laughs> no. That's I, another I see, shirt. I see that you didn't put any on tap today. You knew we, I was we've coming. Got a, we got a pecan pie berliner on right now, but Ooh. that's it. Yeah. So Ooh, I might, I might um, dabble with that. All right. So you mentioned the cider before. So up next we have uh, a blackberry cider. So before this we have strawberry, uh, blackberry. First cider, a part of the CCC. Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget about that. Lord, Lord Preston Lord, to you. Lord, Lord Preston. Preston to you. This is Blackberry? Blackberry. It's a little more tart. Yeah. Wow. Give me some sweet. That's excellent. Thanks, man. <laughs> that is excellent. I love cider so much. <laughs> That's not the one we had before. No. no. That, so strawberry earlier, blackberry now. Strawberry Oh, my yeah. God. This strawberry is, was a chug. This is fantastic. Thanks, man. Yeah, that is, like you said, I, at first I immediately thought very sweet cider. I thought this was going to be sweet, not dry, but kind of floats in the middle again. Yeah. But it has that sweetness, but then a little tart in the in the finish. That's fantastic. It's Ciders weird. Because so I think it's a perceived sweetness. So if I were to put this on a hydrometer and go by, like, style judging, this is sweet. But but I think something with the citrus gives it some acidity and tartness to where it, it doesn't feel so sweet. Yeah, I felt the sweet up front, yes. and then it tarted out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, I and that's shirt. a term. Tarted out. Tarted out. Tarted out. Well, folks, try this blackberry cider. You get sweet, but tarted, tarted out, out, bro. Tarted out, bro. Um, I attribute a lot of that again to the the saison yeast. I use that saison yeast, so it gives it a little. I'm not going to call it barnyard. It's not like a funky saison, but it to me, it's somehow with the cider, it interacts real well. It, it brings out like the tartness and the crispness of it. Yeah. You know, it blows my mind that New England IPA people don't like ciders. They should love ciders because it's juice. It's like New England's. Yeah. It's juicy, bro. Plus, well, plus, like, a lot of the apples are coming from up that way anyway. Yeah. They should love their apples up there. <laughs> yeah. I love them. As Matt when I was said, in Denver. How about them apples? <laughs> how about them apples? <laughs> <laughs> We're in Denver for Great American Beer Festival when I had the Preston Wisen collab with Cigar City. Oh, yeah, And yeah, yeah. Uh, I was walking down the street and saw an apple tree and about shit my pants. <laughs> I'm like, like, what is that? Like, it's an apple tree. I'm like, here? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've lived in Florida my whole life, so orange trees all day long. But to, to actually see a real live apple tree, it was like the little crab apples, like nothing you'd want to eat, like just junk fruit. But it still blew my mind, like, hey, there's an apple tree. Sorry, it <laughs> was my apple tangent. <laughs> That should be Not your bad. next cider. And then next is, hey, an apple tree. Hey, an apple tree? <laughs> hey, yeah. An apple tree. It's just straight apple. <laughs> yeah. We don't ferment it. It's just apple juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I get a pint of, hey, it's an apple tree? Hey, hey it's the apple tree. Absolutely, you can. Yeah. We just ferment it like a couple points just to put a couple points of alcohol in there. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so, 2.7%. so closing out the tasting, this is today's special release. This is a chocolate birthday cake. Uh, I call it Imperial Stout, but it's like a hair over the line. It's a 7.5%. So you're not going to be stumbling out of here unless you drink a couple pints of it, like oh Hefe, maybe. You saved me from another episode of Funky Buddha level drunkness today with this, <laughs> so that's good. There was a brewery, I won't name the city, that called their 5.8% dark beer an imperial stout. Then, yeah, well, hey, that's not cool. this city, not in this city, not, up in here. not in this state at least. It was in Savannah. So this is our anniversary <laughs> beer for today: chocolate birthday cake stout. 
very yep. chocolate, uh, not like chocolate brownie, but like chocolate frosting, like a very like light, sweet, chocolatey. Like a Dutch yeah. chocolate frosting. Yeah. 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 Cupcake. Yes. This is good, dude. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. This is good. You got to tell me your secrets later. Oh, there's no secrets. That's good, and I am a dessert stout guy. I'm not a chocolate eater, but chocolate beers are like my kryptonite. That's my thing. It's the weirdest. Don't get me started. It's like I don't like olives, but I drink dirty martinis. So, like, I don't. But anyway, chocolate beers, this is excellent. I, I don't know why I love chocolate beers so much, but that many- is fantastic. Malt character, oh, good yeah. body, full body. And actually, like you said, it's hair over the line. It's not a super heavy, bo- yeah. boozy beer. But it has all the backbone in the body of a super heavy boozy beer, so it's yeah. it's got everything you're looking for without that ABV kick in the butt. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. How many cupcakes do you add? How many cupcakes? Yeah, that's a secret, bro. I have to kill you. All right, <laughs> we'll talk after the show. Absolutely. If you add one regular <laughs> cake, it's like adding 15 cupcakes. So <laughs> yeah, yeah now, now I have to kill you. Or Publix's sheet <laughs> cakes. <laughs> Just dump it in. Yeah, this is so good, dude. This Thanks, is really I appreciate good. that. This is really good. Yeah, to me, you know, this is a, a one beer for me, like. I can't see myself, yeah, getting off of work. It's Friday. Let me go to the birthday cake. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's but my that's problem. That's my problem. <laughs> it's like if I was getting off work, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have one beer. It'd be like, I'm going to have two beers, and it's going to both be desserts down to 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be snoring in an hour. <laughs> that's that exact 100%. But these, dude, honestly, like, these all came out awesome, man. Thanks, man. Thanks I so know, much. I know over the years you were... Oh, uh, you know, try this beer. It sucks, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But dude, like, we—I know Jeff has told you, and we, I've told you, like, dude, like, you had that spark, you had that talent, but you would always poop on yourself. I'm like, no, oh, just keep, keep going, Preston, keep going, yeah. keep going, keep going, and you made it. We did and it, man. Cassie We're says, here. like and a true artist, like a true artist. Yeah, I'm never happy with it. You know, I'm always, I'm always tweaking a little of this, putting a little more of that. And here, well, I came with a new peanut butter and uh, chocolate. Uh, it fucking sucks, but here, yeah, here try, try it. it. Like, cool, man. <laughs> All right. Well, there's dude, a, this is pretty good, dude. It's like, no, it sucks. Just so you know Stop what it. we're talking about with Preston, one one of the things that stood out to me was always whenever you'd let us try your beers, you'd always say the most important thing you could do for me is be honest because it's hard to get honest feedback yeah. on your beers because everybody's going to tell you they're the best it's beer good, you ever had right. to your face, yeah. right? So then you never know if it's actually good or not. And you always told me that, and I always tried to be honest with you, but – Honestly, we always told you we liked your beers because they were always good. So none of this surprises me that these yeah. beers are excellent. And uh, and you paid your dues more than you know ten times over. How long you stayed doing the the competition circuits on home brewing? Yeah. And getting that validation, getting those awards, and still not feeling like you were ready yet was just like we we're like, come on, dude, do it, do no, it, no, do man. it. <laughs> well, we're finally here. You know, so we had a, a bumpy road. It was it was hard to yeah. get here. A couple building failures, but I think we found a good partner. As you've guys seen, you know, I think we got a pretty cool little tap room yeah, but, yes. uh, right behind where we're talking now. There's potential for an event space where we can have you know stay and some bands, uh, a, a pretty big beer garden, you know, so you want to go outside, you know, obviously now in social distancing times, which is huge, and parking, you know, it's real hard to find parking in St. Pete, you know, usually you're parking a couple blocks down and walking, you know, like, we have a parking lot, so I think we have yeah. all the keys, and just got to get people to know we're here, and come on out and give it a shot. Yeah, no, absolutely. it's genuinely cool, it's very unique, it's not like you're, you know, this isn't like something thrown together, this is definitely, like you said, mom and pop place, like, you guys put yeah. the heart into it. Like everything you've got, you know, you've got like big spools for tables. You got, you know, nice handmade wood tables. You got different. It's just like it has a personality 
Yeah. It has a very cool feel. It's very approachable. It's very warm. The beer garden area is awesome. The event space is really cool. The art, the thing you were telling us, the art yeah. competition, and they still got yeah. the art up over here. It's just everything here, you're doing it right. And and we try to do a little bit of everything, man. We did comedy. We do art wars. We have food trucks. We have music. You know, we do um, trivia. We do uh, uh, murder mystery shows. I mean, we're, we're trying. We have a crawfish boil next weekend, you know, so we're really trying to uh, – and if I can plug real quick before I forget, we are on Ozner, O-Z-N-R. It's a new app you know, in the craft beer world where you can sign up, and we have a bunch of offers. We have a bottle club. We have a, a, a crowler club. We have the Bay Barrel family, which is both. And then we have basic ones. It'll get you exclusive access to some of our events, first ride of refusal on bottle releases and things like that. So oh, awesome. go check out Ozner, look for Bay Barrel Brewing, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and wrapping up, I, uh, in, my, in my closing statements, uh, the journey with press has been Man, what seven years? Yeah, yeah. To, to, to finally see you doing your thing and having your brewery and seeing you across as is super. Like, try not to getting emotional. <laughs> I know I'm about to cry. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great, see, dude. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, I'm breaking out. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you. Nah, man. I'm so proud of you. It's been awesome, and, man. It's been an awesome journey and doing it with you guys too, man. It's been it's been a blast. I've loved being <clears> a part of this podcast and. You know, appreciate you guys being here. It, mean, it means the world to me. I know it's, it's taken a while to get over here with COVID, but I, oh, I really God. appreciate it, man. And this means a lot to me. Love it. I'm happy uh, we finally got over here. One more here. throat clear. <laughs> and my last statement before we wrap up the show is James is very lucky to have you. Oh, I appreciate that. I mean, that, that with yeah. all my heart. He's very yeah. lucky. Well, you know, I, I'm very QA-minded, uh, and, and I'm, I'm very uh, meticulous. You know, I think qual- quality over everything. Yep. I, I wore that We've shirt that until before. it fucking fell yeah, apart. Yeah, who said that? I wore that shirt till it fell apart. I almost wore it today, but there's like four holes here. The at the bar logos faded off. Uh, we'll we'll get you another one. But I, I wore that shirt one. to death because I, I really do believe in that, you know. And I, I might not have the biggest volume of beer. We might not have the biggest tap room, but you know, I I truly believe everything coming out here is quality. Like we we try our best. I'm not cutting corners. You know, it's it's fresh yeast. I'm dumping yeast. It's probably dumb. People, other brewers out there are gonna laugh at me. You know, why aren't you capturing your yeast and doing this like? Hey, man, it's fresh yeast every time. They take right off, and we're going to lose a little bit of money doing that. But it's fresh. It's consistent. I don't have to worry about it. And we'll get there. You know, we got to get some of that equipment to start counting cells and doing all that fun stuff. But, yeah. you know, you don't you don't get to do 15 other styles by saving yeast and trying to reuse it, you know. And, and it's just everything. We, we really try to make sure the quality is good. And I really care. And I care about the styles, and I really I'm meticulously study. You know, we just did a Bohemian Pilsner with uh, my brewing mentor, Franz Rothschild, you know, and I, I spent hours researching Pilsners and what to do and how the water profile should be and how noble hops don't play well with certain water chemicals that I might have used. So I have to get the water profile a different way, you know, just really understanding it. And it's, it's really my passion to make sure, like, I represent the style well. We're going to have fruit of sours. We're going to have chocolate cake donut birthday <laughs> things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have hazy New England IPAs, but I, re- I really relish in the, the middle of the road. And it, that, to me, means everything. Just have a clean, sessionable beer that's high quality. You can come in and, you know, a lot of people tell me, it's like, you know, I've never had a bad beer here. And, and you guys know, like, there's a lot of great breweries, but there's few and far between that everything you have is like, yep, that's good to style. That's good to style. Cigar City of the World, they, they stand out to me. I've, I've never had a bad Cigar City beer. It might be a style I don't like. Right, but right. it's not like ugh, that wasn't a blah 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 blah. I'm dumping right. that out, you know. So exactly, that that's my aim is I really want to maintain that you know persona and and do that and deliver that for the city of St. Pete. 
I can say with absolute certainty that everything you just said holds up. I've had pretty much the entire tap lineup at some point today, all in small quantities (laughs) for everybody laughing at home. Um, But I've had them all, and they are all consistent, solid, true to style, good beers. Whether the style is something you prefer or not is up to you, but everything that's being poured here is all quality beer, and that yeah. is, like you said, I mean, I, n- I had no doubt you'd be quality over everything guy, but that's... Appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming And there really is out. few and far between breweries who, are, who would do that, and you can't even hold it against a brewery once they get a portfolio big enough to have a few stingers. You know, yeah. that doesn't mean you're a bad brewery if you do put out some stuff that isn't for everybody, but... Yeah. but Today, at this point, Bayborough, everything I've had, fantastic. Awesome, it's man. all good and, and we talked about it, I think, off mic, you know, where I, I have no problem sending you, like, hey, you want a good dessert stout? Go down here. They've yeah. got a great one. Like, again, we have one. I'm not going to say it's as good as, you know, Cycles, whatever they do. Like, go to – they have great ones. Go down there. Like, but if you want good, sessionable, mid-strength beers to style, you know, we're your guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Definitely. I think this closes out this episode, Jeff. This Heck very yeah. special episode. Well, I'm glad to see the band back together. I'm, I'm glad that if anything, I can make yeah. this happen. Yeah. Heck you know, so yes. Long time. It's been too long. Maybe this maybe this sparks uh, reignite the, ener- the fire. The energy is yeah. here. Yeah, it's, it's here. But it's with it us, never be, left. It's, it's with us yeah. being next to each other. Yeah. We'll see. Check thank you again, gentlemen. Days. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Guys. Be sure and gals, check out Bay Bar Brewing. What's the address? 2390 Fifth Avenue South in lovely St. Petersburg, Florida, Warehouse Arts District. Yep. Check out Bay Bro. It's at the bar podcast approves. It's our favorite watering hole in the St. Pete, Tampa area. So nice. you guys have our support. And we'll, uh, we'll be back very soon. Right. So, Catch y'all later. Thanks. Yep. Thanks again for listening to another episode, reunion episode of At the Bar Podcast. I'm Mike. Jeff's to my left and Preston. And we will see you next time. Bye.